Hello, and welcome to another episode of Philosophive. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and today I have Wendy Pierce, another of Joshua Teaching's uh, graduates. She's been involved in the community for a long time, one of the founding members, I would say. And I'm excited to talk to her about her experiences uh, with the teaching of Joshua, Law of Attraction, and just life in general. How are you doing, Wendy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Justin. You're welcome. Very welcome. I mean, um, when I, yeah, you're, uh, I, of course, you're the one of the first ones who have started uh, the, the yes. talks with, with Joshua, the, the non-physical entity. Yes. And um, I was able, I think you're one of the ones I was on probably the most podcast, uh, you know, obviously Kyla, you, the, two of the main ones. Yeah. Uh, from, and um, I can see how your own, from uh, audience's perspective, we were able to see your development or hear your development. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious, how, how was that? Well, maybe start with like, well, how did you get in touch with, okay. uh, with the Joshua community or Joshua? Yeah, that's a great place to start. I started with Joshua in 2016, I believe. Um, I'm looking at my date here because we went on a cruise. Yeah, 2016. And I started the one-on-one -on -one program in August of 2016. And I had, um, I have three sons. I really enjoyed being a mom. Um, I put 110% into raising my sons. And I also had a design business and a real estate business. And I was just go, 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 go. And then my sons went off to college and I found myself feeling like I had no purpose. Like I realized that I was anchoring all my self-worth and all my value to my sons. And so when they were gone and they be, become, you know, successful young men, it was all good. I felt like I'd lost my purpose. And I went into a deep depression and I got very ill. I was diagnosed with Lyme disease and fibromyalgia. And for, you know, a few years, I just felt like crap. I mean, there were days I couldn't get out of bed. I have migraines, just nasty stuff. Well, I followed Abraham Hicks for a while and it always, it resonated, but I never quite figured out how do I make this work? That sounds great, but how, how do I do this? You know, it's like, I'm way down here. How do I get up here? Or how do I just get a little bit up here? And so didn't really get it. Well, um, Steve Fenitza, who was one of the original people with Gary, when Gary started bringing forth Joshua, he's my, one of my husband's best friends. And so he had stopped by on a Saturday morning just to say, hey, and I, they were sitting in the backyard and I kind of stumbled out and I was like, hey, you know, how are you? And he's like, man, you don't look good. And I go, I don't feel good. You know? So he's like, well, I want you to listen to something. I want you to, you know, go to this, you know, podcast. And I want you to listen. So it was Gary, um, the round table was the first thing with, you know, Gary and Steve and Kyla and the, and then, a, no, not Gary and Kyla, a couple other people, Janine and Michael, I think were their names. And they've since, I don't know what happened to them, but um, so I listened to that and it really resonated. It was like, oh my gosh, this is kind of like the how to put all this into practice. So Gary was starting a one-on-one -on -one program and Steve was the first to do that. And then I think Kyla was like the second one and I was the third or fourth because I was listening to these roundtable podcasts and I was thinking, well, shoot, I better get in on this before he changes his mind and decides not to do this anymore. You know I mean? I just was like, so like I have FOMO, fear of missing out. So um, mm -hmm. I jumped into the one-on-one -on -one in August of 2016. And that was when I slowly began my climb out of the hole. I mean, we call it the shit hole because it was just so bad and I felt so terrible. I slowly crawled out by sending in Joshua questions and they would send written answers back to us. So that was like just life changing in and of itself. And then in March of 2017, we all went on a cruise, a Joshua cruise. And that was kind of like when it just all started clicking into place. And I developed a good connection with Astrid and Kyla. And we just kind of together, we all kind of just raised each other up through discussing and trying to be as authentic as we could and raw. And we would say, you know, I stand naked in front of you, you know, just be as honest as we could with our thoughts and feelings to help each other process and work through it. So that went on obviously for a, a few years. And I just, I mean, I love the community. It's like, 
it's like a, the, my family, my soul family, you know, I found my soul family with these people. And then last year, Gary channeled the boot camp. And I was the very first person to sign up for the boot camp. I was nice. like, I am doing this. And that was last year. And that was amazing. That was like totally focused for 56 days on this path of self-discovery, you know, and the way that Joshua has laid it out, you know, you've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, it really helps you process all your fears. And I've had so many fears around my kids, around, um, traveling around stop not working anymore it just there was just a lot of fears that when you start to process them and work through the limiting beliefs you realize that you know it's all part of the growth process and that was very freeing for me so i just started this um first boot camp of this year um i've started again and i've decided to dedicate my time i went through all the other boot camps throughout the year but i didn't have the time to really focus and do the work daily. I still meditate daily, I still journal daily, but I didn't have the time to really do the exercises. So this time I decided I'm gonna do it one more time, really focused and dedicated because it's just a wonderful way to start the year. So, and then that's how we met. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, you're actually, uh, uh, you're you're working with Gary a little bit in the coaching and, um, right? I think that's a- Yeah, I got to do a a few of the, uh, coaching calls on Thursdays for Gary on one of the boot camps, and I absolutely loved it because that's my passion. My passion is mm-hmm. is talking about these concepts and getting your point of view and my point of view. And I feel like as co-creators, when we come together, we just keep raising each other up, up, up. And so that's where my passion's at. And I started a Facebook group called Attracting Wellbeing, and um. Gosh, uh, I don't even remember when, but through with Joshua's help, I realized I too can channel. Everyone can channel, and yes. I also have an um, ability to kind of tap into vibrations of animals. And so people mm-hmm. ask me questions about their animals, and I'm able to help them, their them and their animals work through issues on on certain things, everything from being afraid to you know not feeling well. Animals that have transitioned are super easy to connect with. Um, so I, I'm doing a lot of that now. And with the Attracting Wellbeing, I've, um, people are sending me questions and I answer those questions for them. And I like to, like to think of myself as a spiritual co-creator. I don't like the term coach because mm-hmm. to me, that's like I'm up here and I'm telling you down there how to do it. Um, I want to come together with other people and again, together, raise our vibrations by discussing the, the, the theories, the concepts, and working, doing the process to work through our fears, work through our limiting beliefs, and raise each other up. Well, the attracting well-being, uh, when you receive answers, do you answer them as a, in, a, in a channeled state, or who is answering the questions? Yeah, I call it Wendy and Company, because okay. I feel like it's me, yet it's more of me. It's, of mm-hmm. course, everything that channels bring forth are, is filtered through their filters. So every channel is going to bring things forth differently because of I mean, like my beliefs, my limiting beliefs, my positive beliefs, how I was raised, what I'm exposed to. That's all going to affect what I'm able to receive. So I call it Wendy and Company because I feel like, you know, I've got all these guides and it's, you know, it feels like different energies. It, it honestly depends on the question on how, what the, how the energies feel. Mm, exactly. So yeah, the same with Joshua. Joshua is obviously mm-hmm. not one being, but many, right. but for convenience sake, it's it takes the name Joshua yeah. because we're, we're used to that. But I think we are also obviously in our normal states, we're, we're such a blend as well. And we just don't mm-hmm. realize it. And then it's like, uh, it's a very interesting, um, when you begin to look at the layers of, you know, beinghood uh yeah how connected we are to everything and uh in the channeled state so um you do channel writing and i do i do and back to back to what you were saying about the blended you know joshua talks about us being blended beings we are we are here in the physical now so of course Mm -hmm. we have to deal with all the physicality of being physical yet we are truly non-physical eternal beings so that blended being coming together is what I call when I'm able to um, relax and focus into that, that's 
when I receive the answers is when I um, get a question. So I do both. Mostly I, I prefer written just because I'm not, I get um, tripped up with the words still. Mm. So I've been doing, a, I do a lot of written. I have done a few sessions where it's just more like this, you and I kind of just chatting and me being able to, you know, being immersed in this now for, you know, three and a half years. I feel like I have a lot to offer. You know, it's like, don't reinvent the wheel. Let me tell you how I processed this and see if it resonates for you. So I've done a few of those and I really enjoy that as well. So it's kind of all just formulating and I don't know what, what it'll all end up being like. <laughs> Definitely. I must say that uh, you have a very, um, uh, your, your, your voice and in, in the podcast, you come across very strong and cheerful and energetic. And uh, you seem like, um, you know, I always had, you know, the impression that um, you can naturally get yourself into a very yeah. high state. I meditate a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I meditate a lot. Um, I set intentions. I try to make that. And of course, yeah, there's days and it took me a long time to get to this point too, but there's days where it's just everything goes out the window and I'm totally physical, you know, yes. <laughs> I'm really living in the physical world. But I try to start each morning with the meditation and set my intentions for the day so that if I do come up to a manifestation event where it's a negative impact, I'm able to walk myself through it, you know, process it a little bit in my head. If I'm able to write, I'll, I'll write right then and there, but most times I'm not because I'm out and about. So I'm able to realize that, okay, somehow this is for me. Try not to get too upset. I allow myself to get upset. It's like, all right, you need to feel those emotions, let them process, let it happen, and then get back to feeling good as soon as I can. And, you know, some subjects are easier than others. Some days are easier than others. And it just giving myself grace. I always, you know, talk about having grace with yourself because it, it, we are blended beings. We're physical. There's nothing, you know, we're not going to be saints walking amongst the earth or, you know, totally Zen all the time and, and, and blissed out all the time. That's not what we came here for. We came here for that experience of mixing it up. And I love when Joshua uses the um, uh, amusement park analogy. It's like, you know, some days I'm on the roller coaster and someday I'm on the merry-go-round, you know, it's just like, and to just, have a preference for how you want to be and, and do. And I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it when I can stay in that place. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely a, you know, it's all about balance and uh, yeah. in a contrast. Awareness. And, yeah. Awareness. Yeah. I mean, we do want it. it I guess re, Joshua wants us to really look at fear as like mm -hmm. something that we should be more embracing. Obviously it's a, it's a signal. It's just like the color red to green mm -hmm. from it's just, you know, we're resisting something and we can easily correct it. It's nothing but the fear of the fear is what's really keeping us from Exactly. It's the fear yeah. of having a negative emotion. It's all, all we're doing, ever doing is feeling, right? Yeah. So when something comes up, you have a negative emotion. That negative emotion is how is this going to make me feel? If, you know, if my, something happens to my son, how will I feel when really that has nothing to do with me? He's on his own path of discovery. I'm on my path of discovery. Everything that comes across our path is for us. So we need to embrace it and allow it and accept it as perfect in the moment. And that getting that wrapped, my head wrapped around that was the biggest concept ever. It just, it's all for us. And we just have to, you know, I, like I said, something will happen and I'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, what is he going to do if he can't, you know, catch this flight or whatever. Well, it's, it's all for a reason. Everything's happening for a reason. There are no accidents. There are no coincidences. Yep. Nothing is random. And, mm. you know, when I finally realized that, that's when I was able to literally take a deep breath and relax and let go of control. And I, you know, I used to say I'm a, I'm a reformed control freak because I can control the shit out of stuff. I mean, <laughs> I am. I am, you know, the ultimate controller. And so to let go of all of that has been quite a process. Joshua used to call me a, um, an aircraft carrier, you know, and it, it takes a long time for an aircraft carrier to stop and turn around. So they kept saying, be patient, you know, because mm -hmm. I used to get frustrated if I couldn't grasp so, the concept. So within the three years, you've really noticed a big change, I mean, in your ability to um, 
become aware of the situation and to move that that ship. Yes. Yes. Uh, I try to I'm trying yeah. to be a jet ski now so I can exactly. zip around, you know, zip around in and out all of these manifestation events and realize that, you know, nothing serious is going on. Oh. It's it's all for me in some way and to have that take a stance of curiosity and interest versus oh doom and dread or whatever and it's it's really interesting and hard when you're dealing with people that don't think like this i mean um the majority of my friends and family you know they get it but they don't really get it i have one son my middle son who probably gets it the most and we have pretty good conversations but you know when something happens and i'll say oh well you know let's see where it goes it's meant, it's meant to be it's for us let's see where it goes and it's like what do you mean you know we just you know whatever the problem at the moment is it's hard to just have to have that sense around myself where i can be an example of alignment and then allow the inspiration to come through to get the ideas that you know we need for the solution or whatever absolutely it's a new way of thinking and it's it's it takes getting Definitely. used to it takes practice but you've been on it for you know like you said three yeah. years yeah. and it will be you know, it takes lifetimes obviously it, it will never i don't know it, it, it's actually mm -hmm. our instinct you know it's it, as kids we we instinctively know this so yes. what, we're, yes. what, what we're told in school is that instinct is a bad thing for humans you know mm -hmm. <laughs> you know our instinct for sexuality bad mm -hmm. eat, you know even eating is bad because you know you ha you're supposed to eat certain things in certain quantities but everybody's different so right that person that kid knows exactly what's his body needs his body's telling mm -hmm. him that mm -hmm. but it gets so distorted through our idea that everybody's the same uh yeah. that, that this is another concept oh that, yeah uh, i was just thinking about that the other day i like i said i have three boys and i was thinking about um it snowed for the first time in virginia and my grandson got to see snow for the first time so he's out in the snow and this triggered some thoughts in me and it was like I used to tell my son, you know, they'd be outside playing and I'd be like, come inside and put your jacket on. You're going to catch a cold. And I thought, how ridiculous is that? You know, if you really think about it, how ridiculous yeah. is that? <laughs> they're intelligent little beings. They're going to know when they're cold or hot or not or whatever. Yet I'm telling them, you need to come in the house right now or you will catch a cold. It's like, I just, you know, and that's, to your point, that's how we were all raised. And to get out of that mindset and just, I used to say, you know, it's like turn the other cheek, the biblical term, turn the other cheek. To me, that's, I'm looking over here. If I turn my cheek and simply look over here, I have a whole new perspective. And mm -hmm. so whenever anything comes up that I feel a little bit negative emotion about, I'll, I'll remind myself, turn your cheek, look the other way, get a new perspective. And, you know, it's just a process and it's, you know, it's constant, as you know, I mean, it's yeah. constant. Yeah. I mean, it, it is constant. It, it becomes like you speak automatically you're in a positive way now. And I've come to this too, where, you know, it's, it, you just don't dwell too much in negative thought. No. Just like no. it, it, it's most, you know, maybe in the past it was 50, 50 or 60, 40. Mm -hmm. But now you know 30 70 20 80 mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. I, I, mm -hmm. and so it's like um it doesn't even i don't think i don't like i don't think it will affect you long you know what i mean right. like uh, uh right no yes i get what you're saying like i used to like you know something would happen and i'd cry and be so upset for days now it's like <laughs> i want to cry <laughs> you know like certain. i can't even cry no. because i'm like well this is this is silly it's for you you know why are you getting upset and it's it's a a wonderful way to live and i won't i'm not going to stand sit here and tell you i do it all the time i have my moments i mean right now i'm getting ready to go to virginia for 10 days and um you know i just i i worry i worry like you know okay well have i got everything do i need it is my dog going to be taken care of i mean and i have to stop myself and go that's the old <laughs> approach the new approach is everything is working out perfectly mm -hmm. everything and everybody involved is going to have the exact perfect experience they intended to have so let's go you know <laughs> the, the example of your kid like letting him go out and without a, a scarf a jacket, or a, yeah. a jacket it's maybe he's meant to get a cold and stay home and read a book that changes his life there's exactly. there's some you know the manifestation events Kids are actually better equipped to deal with them probably than we are because mm -hmm. they get they they don't have any 
you know, ways they, they know what they feel that like, we don't even know what we feel anymore. We, we right. kind of, we're like, do I really want that? Yeah. You know, a kid, a kid yeah. knows he wants it or not. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's exactly. Obvious. And that was like with the first with Joshua when I was doing the one-on-one written questions. It was like, well, whose desire is this? This is not my desire. Why am I so attached to this when it's not even truly what I desire? It's just what I have been told to desire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So that was like another eye-opening moment. And so now if a limiting belief pops up, I always ask myself, is this my limiting belief or have I adopted this from somebody? And nine times out of 10, I've adopted them either from parents or society or, you know, something I've read. And it's, um, it's, it's really, I just, I, a very empowering way to live. Definitely. And I actually had Isabel on the show, show, And yeah. she, uh, busy. <laughs> exactly. You're, you're close to her, I think, and uh, very cheerful person like you and very uh, energetic. And um, I f- um, had a wonderful discussion with her and she has a, um, her podcast, um, it's Attracting Wisdom. Yes. And I, the only episode I listened to was the last one. And I, 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 I was going to listen to more of them. But it was with you, I think, and you were doing oh, that. Wow. So I'm going to jump yeah. right in there. So it's like, okay. it's about past life regressions. And yeah. uh, some, it was like about Atlantis or uh, now I also found a connection with Atlantis, you know, a feeling of, uh, you know, that, it's, that was our home. And yeah, uh, I mean, it, it makes sense, you know, we've all kind of come many past lives and you know where we started that would make that makes a lot of sense to me I, egypt I it, is a big one i would agree the i guess atlantis in egypt but more atlantis is the idea it just sounded like what we're doing now like mm-hmm. we're doing a second but even better like mm-hmm. just different i guess but it's mm-hmm. going to you know it seems like it sounds but the the female energy is going up quite a bit and yeah. we're we're seeing less competition at least feeling it and i have a feeling you know this thing with the iran's come up but it's not even on my radar this stuff but more is i think it's going to start petering out and we're going to come to a stable kind well never be we don't want to be completely stable that's right that's the point but i get the impression that we're being shown atlantis these lives in particular because um, they do have some sort of parallel to our situation now of oh, yeah. what we can choose to be. And um, that's why I thought it was very interesting, your experience when I, when I heard you. Uh, yeah. You were also saying you had a connection to uh, Kyla. And it was interesting because yeah. in this, this life, you also have a connection to her, but there's a, you had many lives before. And, and, and I, I think that's... Yeah, the soul family, the soul family group. And that, yeah, that's what I, I feel like I've found my soul family again with all the Joshua, the Joshua people group. And um, what were you saying about the, Isabel does QHHT, which is quantum healing, something hypnosis therapy or something. And it's really, I mean, if if you get a chance to do it, it's a lot, it's very interesting. Definitely. Um, Yeah. And I think that that's all just part of, you know, part of our process. And like you're saying, what the, the world is changing. We're on the first wave of this ascension, the ascension of the human race. And so for us, it's all, you know, very new and kind of foreign, yet we've experienced it before. And we're kind of just like leading the way or opening the way for others to follow. So it, you know, may take a generation or two, but I agree. I think things are, you know, and then you've got like the fires in Australia and people are saying that, you know, the the climate change and all these things, all these doomsday kind of things are happening. And I just, I, I just can't, believe that it's the doomsday you know what i mean i feel like there's too much of a undersurge of of people wanting to ascend wanting to accept wanting to be you know one with all i mean look at all of i love the all the gender the things that are going on with gender oh, yeah. neutrality and yeah. you know your gender preference and i i don't understand it all so i'm not going to try to you know discuss <laughs> it but i love that you know, we, yeah, just because I'm in a female body doesn't mean my energy is all female. So the fact that these, it seems like most, it's mostly younger kids are recognizing that they're 
their, you know, their, their pronoun is they, I'm like, that's brilliant. You know what I mean? It's like, that's brilliant. Of course, it's not just a he or a she. It's a, we're a group within ourselves as our, as our inner being and all of our guides that are always with us and supporting us. So I, I agree. I think that, you know, the whole wave, I, I don't know if I'll see it this time around, but next time around, you know. <laughs> it's, it's funny you mentioned about the, the, the gender ideas because I see that with uh, my kids' school. The, my, my son is in first grade and my daughter is in fourth and they're in the same elementary school at the moment. And um, the one, what I'm seeing is it's, it's just open embracing between boys and girls mm -hmm holding hands and this is not necessarily you know this is not, it's not sexuality right. say, but no, it's something very it's a very open and i, Ooh, I, I got went, goosebumps when you said that yeah, <laughs> yeah because when i went to school i'm sure when you went to school too oh. there was no hugging there was it, it, you would be called gay if you yes uh, and, but these kids they're 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 rough housing they're they're but they're not hurting each other it's right and they're and they're in this school also they're running all around it's a public school but they have so much freedom and i know that these kids chose this school. I mean, I didn't mm -hmm. choose it. I, I mean, I had chose, but it is like, uh, it's like, this is the system. Ready for it. Yeah, well, they yeah, came the, in ready for that. Exactly. The system and the changed, fact yeah. that the system has really changed. And like, mm -hmm. you know, there's, I love the idea of no more boy things and girl things like there's boy colors and girl colors. How stupid is that? Boy jobs and girl jobs. You know what I mean? It's like, it just, you know, I just, I, I always thought that I've always had that inherent sense that that's just silly yet, you know, it's drilled into you from a, a, a very young time, you know, boys don't play with dolls and girls don't play with cars. You know, it's like, why not? My, I mean, some of my fondest memories are my brother and I, I have a younger brother or well, I have two younger brothers, but one of them just two and a half years younger and we would play and we would take turns. Okay. Now let's play dolls. And then we would go play cars. And so we were, we were really practicing all of this without realizing we were practicing it, you know, that's a long time so, ago. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely, um, one's own life you know well how do you say it? in your kids and then i know that the, that's what kind of connects us too because i uh, i'm very close to my kids and i on the shows i your kids are older but right it's funny you can use them as a very intimate um mirror of yourself too and and your own development so the happier i see them and the freer i see them and i'm doing nothing really i'm just myself opening up and i'm letting them be who they are uh -huh. um they're expressing their natural state and uh it's you know when you're out in the past you're supposed to be quiet you know tell right. the kids to be quiet when they're around i, I don't even try anymore no. and, the, and no. they're just like and you know they hit each other and everything and then somebody cries but i don't really it looks harsh but when they come yeah. when one comes to me with a finger it's like I'm supposed to make judgment in the past, you know, like, oh, you were the bad one, you're the good one, or you're both bad. And no, I just like, oh, it's it's not a big deal. And guess what? The kid forgets it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, you don't feed into that, and they slowly don't. They get immune to feeling this kind of pain or this whining about pain. Like we're taught, we're taught right. to be right. Feel pain. We're taught to feel like it's a big deal, and pain right. is not a big yeah, deal for this, you. Yeah. yeah. Let me give you attention now because yeah. you're hurt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but like most things, when your kids like uh, scratches, bruises, and stuff like that, it's a wonderful way. Like skateboarders are big. Um, I admire skateboarders because they show us the boundaries are limitless. Yes, because yeah. what they're doing is they're jumping over flights of stairs. With in the beginning, they know they're going to fall down ninety percent of the yeah. time, and then when they fall down, they don't fall down it like it. But they get up, they bleed, and there's such yeah. camaraderie. But they're learning to deal with the, the pain. No, they're not going to die, and, and that's such a beautiful spiritual gift too. Once you yes. realize, yes, they know they're a lot of these guys know they're somehow immortal. You know, it's yes. obvious. Yes, yes. They say that they don't believe that they're. You know, they're, they're, they may we all die in this life, but it's like you get that feeling in yourself, like you know, you can do anything you want. And, yeah. and kids show us that it's kids invented skateboarding, as you may know in California, where right. they they just like adults invented this skateboard thing and they did boring uh 
Uh, yeah. Little, 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 like, little tricks. <laughs> that was back in like, my early days, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't know what to use it for. You're like, oh, this right. is, it's kind of cute. And then, holy shit, all of a sudden, they're going in pools and doing flips. Yeah. And, and just like yeah. little eight-year-olds, nine, ten-year-olds. Yeah. And um, that, that was definitely from non-physical coming out so mm-hmm. freely mm-hmm. uncontrolled mm-hmm. and then now it's built into a big sport and uh yes. it's, it's amazing what's and what a way to experience physical you know what i mean like to really they're really they're really experiencing their bodies they are pushing these little suits that we're in to the limits knowing yes. that it's you know their process they can it can come out however they choose to have it come out if they have the right mindset and work through that process and he knows how to swipe and and he's not even allowed to have screen time and he still knows how to swipe and do this stuff intuitively so wow. it blows my mind yeah no, yeah, so the, the question is like education. What does education mean now? It's yeah. like, what, what, yeah. it's like rote learning doesn't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. These guys already have their talents in them. They're already just mm-hmm. need to be a little water and, and sun. Yeah, and well, good up. point. That's like their talents are in them. You know, Fabienne is a, um, she's in our group and she's a, a teacher or professor in France and she, or maybe England. I'm not sure. Maybe she's French and she's in England. But anyways, she's of this thought and she wrote a book and stuff and then the whole process. And that's a wonderful concept. You have a talent and the educational system should just be there to bring out your talent, not to force you to do math, do reading, do writing, whatever it is, but to bring out whatever your talent is. That's exciting. I like that. It is. No, I mean, uh, my kids went to um, kindergarten was Waldorf. You know, oh the Waldorf wow! Concert, and yeah. then, but then they kind of on their own. They they also wanted to go to the normal school, uh-huh. uh, and Waldorf was also kind of esoteric and spiritual, and um, and there's a lot of freedom there. And they, they, I I realized that, you know, they yeah, it's exciting to know what's going to happen for the future because, and when I especially when you look at also, like um talked with Gary also about YouTube and, and all these young kids yeah. and stuff they're what they're, they're creating is it's totally out of their own imagination going on the streets doing mm-hmm. things and, and creating mm-hmm. in they have no plan they're just creating something exciting in the moment yeah and that excitement you know it kind of comes through the videos that's why they get so many views because you know maybe an older person you know somebody who doesn't understand or looking like what's right. the big deal here but that enthusiasm and that and that energy it's so it's so powerful and, and joshua talks about like obviously when kids are born when they're born they get the energy of that the earth at that time and the earth right. is always progressing but we're not progressing as quickly as the earth is because we're resisting the natural evolution of ascension of the earth so right. my kids are obviously have a already jumped in front of me by just being born mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so it's, and i have my you know just my my programming and everything and i i was born 1979 so uh you know i have that that energy you know i have limits probably to how much enthusiasm or how much yeah. but it's okay I, I can still but yeah and through these teachings you can you can process that so you can be more open you can have less resistance and i mean that's a wonderful gift to give to your kids that you know just allowing them to be who they are and not trying to fit them into a little box and that's you know i see that with the kids all the time it's like they're just trying to express themselves and they just get shut down shut down shut down and i don't think this new generation that's come in i don't think they can be shut down you know i like um i'll use my grandson again both my son and his wife are very um you know uh strong strong people is you know they're they're very they know what they want they know what they like and and they they were strong children you know they they demanded that they had what what they wanted and so now they bring forth this little guy of course he's gonna be stronger than them and like my son will say mom i don't know he just you know we tell him no and he says i know he just does it how he's gonna do it and i said well that's 
him. That's his true nature. And you just, your job is to find a way to accept that and allow him to be who he is and squelch it because that's his greatness. That's what, you know, as that is, is like with your kids, as that is flourishing within them, that's who they will be. That's what they're bringing forth into this reality. And they're the ones that are going to, you know, fix all of this. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if they're, it's, well, Josh would say it's not broken, but. No, it's not broken. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't use no, 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 that. But, you know, with the, our whole ascension yeah. process with the yeah. no, no wars and accepting everybody and right. no, you know, judgment and all that. These yeah. are the kids that are coming in. They are ready. They know what needs they to do. be done. Yeah. Yeah, there are there are teachers in many ways, and so yeah. you know, and Joshua also talks about that. Obviously, just like our main thing is just to make sure they don't die. Right. Like exactly. It, it, you're being a good mom or a good father. If they don't die, alive. yeah. <laughs> no, I know most... Kyla. Yeah, Kyla would always have those conversations, and Joshua would say, "Are they dead?" And she'd say, "No." <laughs> then you're doing a great job, you know. <laughs> Because she has a, her ex-husband is very traditional and very structured and very Ooh. much a rule follower and very nice. judgmental. So those kids have come in with opposite polarities of contrast. Mm. I mean, what an experience they're getting. Yes. And I mean, I just give her so many props for staying authentic, staying in her authentic self when it comes to the teachers, they're, they're in Catholic school now and the, mm. the ex-husband and, you know, she just, she stays in her authenticity and you know that's i mean that obviously yeah. with relationships we we choose our mates from non-physical yeah. too it's, it's interesting how we really want often seems like we intentionally want somebody who be that controlling aspect and and the kids probably want that too to have that that contrast it's, yeah. it's, it propels you forward i guess to um you know bashar talks about um the rubber band concept where what we're doing is we're pulling back a rubber band, mm -hmm. but once you release it, it shoots off so far. So yes. our, our resistance is, you know, it's serving something, you know? Mm -hmm. So once, once we either in this life or non-physical, whatever, but it, it, it will has the potential of, you know, telling us so far, just, you know, these conditions that we've grown up in and what, yeah. what we've, you know, and how that, you know, that, that, Freeze these desires and uh, and uh, I think yeah it's definitely um, you know the earth has breath a desire I think for a new age it has its own mm -hmm. agenda too I think you know and, <laughs> and it's like definitely like, definitely and, and, and the kids are you know more may probably be more in touch with the earth too and you know I think that's yeah. some beautiful yeah. things coming up um, I, yeah i'm sure i'm sure and back to your point on resistance you know you, how do you know good without feeling bad you know there's you have to have that polarity or the duality that we experience in physical in non-physical you don't have that duality it's right. always you know you've always or you don't know pain you don't know disappointment you don't know judgment or being upset so coming here we're able to expand through those things and probably one of the biggest turning points for me was to look at that positively versus you know, a, a judgment or a, a feeling bad or something and you know oh this is terrible why you know I, why do I have to feel this way but versus now I look at it as oh okay, this is interesting. Why am I feeling this way? What's going on? What is the message here? And I don't know if you know from the podcast, I get migraines and yes. I get migraines a lot, even though everything mm -hmm. I've been through, but I have to tell you, 99%, there's a message with every migraine. I am, I am holding back or I'm resisting or I'm controlling in some nuanced way that I didn't wasn't even aware of until the pain comes and when the pain comes I stop and say okay I'm ready let's you know let's what is this what is this and I will get that message that you know you're controlling over here would I didn't even know I was controlling or I'm resisting mm -hmm. something over here that I didn't even know I was resisting so that to me was a big difference because like you were saying when your kids scratch your hand growing up that was a way to get attention you know, like mm -hmm. if you, my mom was very always, you know, depressed, 
upset, something. And that was her way of getting attention. So of course, me and my brothers adopted that because that's what we knew. And so for many years, you know, people would say, how are you? And it was like a badge of honor to say, oh, I'm so exhausted. I haven't felt well in days, you know, versus why am I focusing on that? You know, there's so many good things in my life, yet I'm focusing on, I have a headache, you know, and that's just, again, just a different way, a new approach mm. to life. That was uh, the, uh, it's funny because I never had a migraine and I don't really get headaches. Everybody has their own kind of sure, physical manifestations. Sure, everybody has their thing. But it's, it's interesting because, you know, um, I think Josh also spoke to you about the fact that it puts you out. So it's, mm -hmm. in a way, it's a good thing too, because, you know, you can't do anything, right? I mean, it's, right. I know, I know, it, sounds, it sounds cruel for me to say. I know, there's, I know, there's but a good, it's the truth. Because your pain, I know, but you've noticed yeah. it, you realize it. And so you yeah. stop what you're doing when you have a migraine or how do you, how do you process that? Well, lately, for the last probably year, I've been getting them in the middle of the night, which I find really bizarre. You know, here I am sound asleep and I wake up to this pain. And I, I mean, there's, I've had many different theories from different people about, you know, what's going on with my energy and stuff. But I feel like now I used to think, oh my God, I'm so tired. I can't get up. I, oh, I get this headache. I'm not going to be able to get up in the morning. Now I wake up like, oh, okay, it's here. I have a routine. I get up, I go outside for a few minutes. I take a few breaths of fresh air. I get an ice pack. I sit on the couch or sofa with my dog and I just go into the pain. I go into it and try to step out of it. So I have the pain, yet I'm not the pain, if that makes sense. It's, has this made you, uh, like for example, my skateboarder example, well, these guys keep on hurting themselves. Mm -hmm. That pain doesn't mean much to them anymore. Has this, is this similar maybe that you began in general, you could apply this to many other pains too, I'm guessing. Yeah. Learn to have a certain relationship where you don't take it so seriously. And, and right. Yeah. Is that, is that, I, I try that? not to make it wrong. You know what I mean? It's, it's right. not wrong. It just is. This is what I'm experiencing in this moment. This moment is perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I will just sit and basically, relax and again try to step out of the pain and when i'm able to step out of the pain that's when i receive the inspiration i'll receive an inspiration for an idea or look at this differently or you know don't be so uptight about whatever and it's it's always some kind of a message and so my goal now is try to kind of like figure out how i can get these these messages without having the pain yet um it's a process. So I'm also accepting the process and knowing that when it's time for me to not have that pain, it, it will leave. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I still take, you know, the aspirin, the, the ibuprofen yeah, sure. and, um, for the pain, but I also don't try, I used to try to just like, you know, push it away. No, I don't have a headache. You know, Oh no, I don't have, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Now it's like, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm here for a reason. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be present and see where it takes me. And it's actually, you know, like my husband said the other day, you don't seem to be getting upset anymore when you get a headache. And I'm like, no, you know, it is what it is. And I'm just experiencing it. And so that was a big change for me. So I'm sure that other things will come of that. Now that I've made that shift, other things will come and who knows what that'll be. No, no, it's, it's a, I mean, it's an interesting process. I mean, it's not, uh, not, uh, you, you know, you, you, your soul's intentions must have been very strong to mm -hmm. put such a, mm -hmm. a crux on yours. Yes. You yes. And, you know, have you ever taken one of those personality tests where they, it's like a disc test and they say you're very outgoing or you're very intuitive or, mm -hmm. okay, so those, they, when I take those tests, people are always amazed because I, my true nature is very allowing, accepting, going with the flow, um, creative, you know, not, not conforming. But I have taught myself because of the mom I chose, I, she, I became a perfectionist. I had to do everything perfectly to get her love, to get her acceptance. At least that's what I perceived as a child. So I became a perceptionist or a perspective person perfectionist. And that's where my controlling aspects came in with, mm -hmm. I would control everything. So it would be perfect at all times. So I have 
that's very strong. So, I mean, I, I feel like I have this very strong barrier that I'm, I, I heard Pink Floyd's, Pink Floyd's song the other day, another brick in the wall. And I mm -hmm. thought, that's brilliant. That's me. That's my life. This is just, each of these yeah. things is just another brick in my wall. I can choose to look at it as I'm taking bricks out or I'm putting bricks in to form, you know, the life that I intended to live. And so I, I don't judge it anymore. I used to judge it. I used to feel so bad and so like unworthy because I didn't feel well. It's like, oh my mm. God, what's wrong with you? You know, why can't you just feel better? Why I went through with the Lyme and the fibromyalgia, I went through every mm -hmm. test. I tried every remedy. I spent thousands, literally thousands of dollars and nothing worked because it was all within me. It had nothing to do with, you know what I mean? I was creating it obviously within myself. So all these concepts, I mean, I feel like every day I just take one more step one more step, one more brick in my wall that's, you know, leading me down this path to who I truly am. And that's exciting. That's fun. That is, I mean, it, uh, it's funny because you actually uh, said you, you caught yourself, you were saying a perceptionist and you meant perfectionist, but, it, but, it, it, but I think, I think, maybe, yeah. I think you were, yeah. there's something very similar between the two. I think that, yeah. uh, you know, do you want to per perceive that things are not perfect as they are? Uh-huh. If you don't perceive things as perfect and they are, then you think you have to do something to make them perfect. Mm -hmm. But you can't because they are perfect. So yes. it's a it's a it's a, a circle of doom that where people get themselves. Um, and and what, if we're creating this reality on our beliefs, that means that table that you're cleaning, you know, you may get it clean, but then it's you know, because you need work for your perfectionism, the universe yeah. is going to have a, a kid throw something on the carpet <laughs> exactly. later because. <laughs> You need that. You're a perfectionist, exactly. and you need you need your task to yep. perfect. And yep. uh, instead of just like letting it go, and and and, and it's it's a you know uh, yeah no I, I totally get it. And I you know I've always had that spiritual like inkling. You know what I mean? Like it's like even as a young kid, I never really I went to a few churches with friends and stuff, but never nothing really ever and then in my early 20s I did Course of Miracles through a, a co-worker and it really you know it clicked and then I started having babies and I had my kids are pretty close you know pretty close in age and so I had them boom 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 and I always say it took three three kids for me to realize I can't control all of this anymore because with one, ah, oh man, I could control the shit. I had my career. I had my kid. Everything was perfect. Next kid come, came along. All right. Still got this. I got this. That third kid came along. was like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I give in. I give in. And that's when I feel like I truly started my spiritual journey because I started looking at things differently. And even though I didn't have these teachings back then, I was always like different than the other moms, you know, the other moms would be like, Oh, we have to do blah, 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 blah. And I'd be like, do we, do we really have to do it like that? I would at least think about it. You know, I sometimes I'd follow right along and do what everybody else is doing, but I'd always think about it. And I'd always encourage my kids to, you know, you know, yeah, you have to behave in class, but you know, if you, if you really feel an urge, you need to, or you need to do something, you need to say it, you need to express yourself. So I was kind of like teetering with these concepts without even really knowing that I was doing it. So those girls are those people in our group that have got this at a younger age. I'm like, that's just so awesome. You know, like Kyla, for instance, I have her kids so young and, and know these concepts. And it's just like, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's like, well, there's no time. So, uh, no time, yeah. so, so but it's, if you, you get it at the perfect moment, and then you realize that every moment in your life was leading up to it. And, and then you also look at the moments, and you're like, because you're just like, they were perfect. Mm -hmm. And I see how I created my past. Mm -hmm. And I, and that, that, that's, so I can leave it in focus now on the moment and, and, mm -hmm. and, the, and whatever comes in the future. But any regret it doesn't really exist for me and 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 because yes. yeah you, you see them you see that it was for you and and, mm -hmm. and, and that's, mm -hmm. that's it's funny you say that because my my brother who's two and a half years younger he has a completely different perspective on how we were raised mm -hmm. i and i now from working so much on focusing on being in the moment and staying in the moment honestly i don't remember much i don't remember 
details of my childhood. I remember some feelings, but I don't remember details, but he'll remember details and it'll be like, don't you remember when mom did blah, blah, blah. And I stop and I think, and I'm like, no, I don't remember that because I've let go of all of that. That's, that's, it's the past. The only thing that matters is now. So why would I spend time dwelling on anything that's back there when it's done? It's I'm focusing now on moving forward where mm -hmm. he's still kind of stuck back there. And, you know, I try to talk with him about things and nope, nope, nope. And, but, and he's in a lot of emotional pain because of it mm -hmm. that he's, you know, got his blinders on. I try to tell him, you know, look over here. It's different. Nope, nope, nope. He's got his blinders on and he's looking straight forward. So, mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> everything you were saying, absolutely. Oh, perception is everything, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with siblings or families, mm -hmm. we think that we 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 have the same biography. We don't. It's, we don't. And this, like, we're in the same room. Yeah, and I'll be like, "Was I there?" And he's like, yeah. "Yes, you were there. You bought a Are version you of sure? you, maybe. you know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was my other me. And then I think, oh. "Am I getting old? Am I just forgetting things?" But no, it's oh. like it doesn't. I just. I, I feel like it's all part of, it's all brought me to where I'm at. It was all perfect. Yeah. I mean, it had to be perfect, right? Absolutely. No, no, it's, uh, it's, I think that's a, maybe a good note to end the show on uh, because it's, I mean, uh, and one thing we didn't oh, talk yeah. about. We yeah, unfortunately, but the, we didn't talk about the animal communicating aspect. Uh, oh, yeah. But, but, yes. but maybe we'll get into that. Another show on that. Another show because that's a very fascinating. Uh, uh, topic uh, as well. Um, yeah, and that was an ability that I recognized early on. As a young child, I was doing that. And I, it was squashed. I mean, just my parents were like, no, that is crazy talk. You do not. You know, and it was like, it was just stamped. So, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Unfortunately, so that's parents. A, I have a Facebook that. group. Okay, yeah. a Facebook group. I have a Facebook oh, group called what's it? Uh, uh, the animal one is chat with the uh, chat with the animals is the animal communication group. And okay. then my other one is attracting well-being, mm -hmm. living the law of attraction. And that's just more on health and wellness and, you know, being the best you can be in this moment and um, all the teachings, it's all based on the Joshua teaching. And I'm happy to, if anybody would ever like to reach out, my email is wendypierceglobal at gmail.com. I'll put I the down below. Love to connect with yeah. Oh, that would be great. I'll, yeah. I'll, put, I'll yeah. put all your details below because uh, it'll be on YouTube and uh, they can awesome. reach out to. Definitely encourage anybody. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they can get to know you better also through the, the Joshua sure. Live or the Roundtable. Yeah. And uh, yeah. to see you there. And, and yeah. I'm excited. Go back and listen to some of those old episodes. Those are really, I, the old, I the, the first episodes were just like, they were raw. And that was really good stuff. No, no, but the, the message is, you know, um, still the same. Still the same. And, I, and then when I go back, some episodes like uh, pop up. I, I've gone through them all. Then, like an episode that I seem to have missed, and it was like really amazing yeah. uh, episode. And I was like, wow. Um, but there's a lot of treasure in there. And there really uh, is. And each time you listen to it, you get something new. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Wendy, well, I wish well, you, you a wonderful day. Thank you. In, in California, right? Or where, yep, where yep. Southern California, Laguna Beach. Mm -hmm. I'm, I admire you. Yeah, it's beautiful yeah. here. <laughs> I appreciate this every day. <laughs> it's, it's raining here. It's dark and drizzly, oh. but I'm, I'm happy you you got your sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Justin. Take care. Good day. Bye.